0: Welcome to Mad Toast Live with Chris Wagner and Mary Gaines, recorded weekly for podcast in front of a live audience. Thank you. So we're on every Tuesday from 7.30 to 10.30 at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, just down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin.
1: And our podcasts come out every Monday and Thursday at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. And you catch us on madtoastlive.com. Uh, and if you're listening to our podcast, then you already know where our podcast is. I just figured that out.
0: Huh. What's a podcast? Huh.
1: I know. We're also on iTunes and uh, some other places, 77square.com, which is Wisconsin State Journal's podcast. Um, Entertainment section, but we are here tonight with Shaman Juan, Mystic Poet of the North Woods. He's with us tonight, and his friend John Priggy, and they are from Elkhart Lake. Beautiful, right beautiful Elkhart beautiful Lake. Beautiful Elkhart Lake. And we were talking about that earlier, and uh, and it's quite a scene. We've we've all played there a few times, but you guys have something cool going on down there, and it's sort of um, what is it? It's a collaboration with a bunch of. What, what, it, what exactly is it? I got to town
2: about two years ago
1: after I retired
2: from Los Angeles, yeah. and I sought out a mover and a shaker in the music scene up there, and everyone told me, John Prege is the guy. The guy. Got together with the John.
1: Guy.
2: He's what was that, laughing. The guy. The, the, guy. Guy. He's the guy. the guy. He's the guy. He is the guy. And uh, we, put to, we put together a loose confederation of musicians and uh, we we play every other Tuesday night at the brown bear club brown yeah. bear bar it's
3: called the brown bear music club
2: yeah. and what we, we call free. it the brown
3: bear music club
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah we've been having a lot of fun writing a lot of songs we're, we're uh, planning to do some studio work up there and you know yeah. just see where it goes yeah
3: it's um, uh, this uh, nice little corner of the world it's, we're right in between Milwaukee and Green Bay, and such great music scene in Milwaukee. And there's Fox Valley's another great music scene, and we got this little niche carved out. We got great drummers Dave Steffen, Keith Obler, Rick Jager. Wow. Just you got a yeah. lot of cats in the, uh-huh. in our town, and yeah. um, and it's just great because these guys are. Just just like yourselves they come in and sit in with us and they just really make the experience uh, they just really liven it up for the audience
1: now when you guys cool. you get a scene going like that right and it sort of do you find that it feeds on itself I mean does it do other people hear about it find out about it and then uh, is it building in that way yeah, yeah? yeah. people but, but we
2: you have to be invited uh, oh, you we have to. Do. Do. It's, it's not like right? just an open yeah. thing. We we, okay. we work with people and we actually rehearse. Right. And oh, well, you uh, mean so invited
0: so to play? Yeah, yeah.
2: It's not like just an open blues. We're actually developing material and trying to produce yeah. and record and, and, and actually make some stuff. Yeah, gotcha. mo- most cool. of the
3: songs you hear us play are
1: from the music club. Okay, it's so. called the music club. But people can go. Where do they see? So to um, say it again, when that is. The, it's the Brown Bear. It's is it the called. Brown, the brown bear. bear? When can people go see that?
3: Well, uh, it, it, it starts in mid-May. It'll be every okay. other Tuesday, mid-May through October. Um, starts about 8 o'clock, runs to about 11. So it runs later. It just depends how yeah. much the musicians are having fun. Yeah. We've gone to 2 a.m. sometimes, but it's just uh, a bunch of us getting together and uh, making some yeah. great music. And the beautiful Elkhart Lake. Yeah, we've played up there with different bands at different places,
1: and... and uh, an interesting situation. It, it's That's like a baby
2: a Lake Geneva. That's what I think of it as. Lots of resorts, uh-huh. yeah. lots of music.
3: A little slice of paradise. Yeah, people coming up there have a good time. Fun.
2: So yeah, this this first one is about when I used to go skinny dipping <laughs> at Elkhart Lake. Yeah, with all the <laughs> great waitresses that worked at the at
1: the resorts. Did they? So where? Uh, Never mind. I was going to ask where where do they do that specifically, and is, do they still do that I'm just asking, yeah, well,
0: I just wanted to hear that the skinny little dipping part. part where,
1: it, where would they
0: yeah is there' like a good skinny tears. dipping where the spot, waitresses like, go skinny dipping yeah.
2: just, well, what we would do is we would just go off the um you know they have like platforms oh, out yeah. in the lake, and that's where we would go. Okay, no one could see. you, to you had to be invited <laughs> to that one too, yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so I yes. wrote
2: this on a dulcimer, and I don't have a dulcimer. It's too hard to play, so I'm going to do it on guitar, but it's actually written on a dulcimer. Yeah,
1: that, what you got in your hands, that's a hard cry from a dulcimer, man. Yeah, <laughs> and they're so hard to tune
2: in everything So I hope I'm in tune here. All right, this little hillbilly song. And if you guys, whatever you think you want to do, you do it. She's the power behind a mysterious force
0: That was wonderful.
1: Now, Juan, you have some splaining to do. Splaining to do. You got some splaining to do, man. What you doing over there? Look at that. You you got an incredible setup. And I don't know if people out in Podland or even in the audience here.
0: (laughs) Okay, so his left foot, he's got a hi hat that has a an an extra little thing with screws in it, and then an extra tiny little like what is that? Like a kids. This is a little
2: kids. Like like a tambourine from a toy drum set. It's so cool. This is a saw blade.
0: A saw blade.
2: (laughs) These are two stainless steel sticks. I don't know what they are. Stainless steel sticks. This is a cookie tin with rivets on the bottom. Okay. This is just a shaker. And this is a tambourine on top of a cookie tin so that it has... Okay. Yeah? (laughs)
0: It, it's and sounded. this is a
2: cocoon, yeah. which a cocoon. is kind of a new instrument, and I just—well,
0: it looks like a square box that's been uh, nicely, like mitered or something. It's a German together. instrument, oh.
2: and I got the bright idea to put it on a luggage rack. That well, is a bright
1: you, idea. You know, <laughs> the better for carrying it yeah. out. But... And Man. we don't have to hire a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so. You haven't been doing, have you been have you doing this combination for a while? You... About a year. Okay.
3: Maybe. About a year. Right about when we started the music club is when uh, I started playing the Cahoon. I've seen this thing evolve from just the Cahoon uh-huh. to this little cadaver, and then it just gets bigger and bigger. You know, By next year, it'll be over here and there.
0: So yeah. what the heck were you doing in L.A.? I mean, Well, I was only know. there
3: 30 years. Yeah,
0: yeah? and we were you playing guitar and singing? We, and. No, you know, I, I went
2: out there uh, with Freddie Blifford, Freddie and the Freeloaders, okay. and uh, we did one gig at the Troubadour. Linda Ronstadt was there, Thanks. Phil Everly. Cool. But then I, I just went into the studio business. I had two 24-track studios, and I ran those for about 15 years, and then I went to work for Warner Brothers as an editor and did that for another 14 years, and then re- retired and came back here.
1: And I started when I was 12. That Boy, that was in yeah. a nutshell. That was an yeah. incredible synopsis. Because I mean, I've read, you know, about your career, and I can't believe you, you were able to shorten it like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> Juan has a... Uh, you have a, a great, like a four-minute video online at... I, um, oh, I, w- I should have written down what the website was at. Uh, well, filmbaby.com, actually, Film is where Baby. I found it. Filmbaby.com. Um, because you have a, a DVD live at the lake... Right, and so this four-minute um, other film DVD is essentially a synopsis of your career up to that point. Well, that was actually a montage
2: for the beginning of the Live at the Lake DVD. Okay. Just to, so that people know, you know, who is this guy? You know, why, yeah. why why do we want his DVD? And,
1: and it's great because it has old film footage of, of you, uh, you know, in the in the sem- these early bands. I mean, this is pretty amazing stuff. Um, so you were you were with the Messengers. They were the first white act signed to Motown on the Rare Earth label. You guys had three regional hits, and you were in Japan, in Japan and here, right, regional? Yeah. And um, uh, then you played your last live show in 1975 in Madison. You got first, I, 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 like, I enjoyed this. I, maybe you didn't enjoy this, but <laughs> I so true. frustrated that you came out and did your last set barefoot, in your bathrobe. In my white terry cloth bathrobe. Yeah. So you were frustrated where music had come to at yes. that point? D- disco was coming in. Yeah. And,
2: and everything was going, uh, you know, mechanized music and. and uh,
0: what was the name of the club? Oh,
2: was it? boy. I'm not going to be able to remember okay. that.
0: Church Key? I
4: can't
2: remember. <laughs> okay. Anyway. That okay? that was... yeah, but, but, yeah.
4: yeah.
2: It was. Right. It was getting pretty frustrating by then. Because we had some really great bands, but th- you just couldn't get hired. Everyone was, was going to, you know, the disco ball and the pre-recorded yeah. everything.
1: Right. So, so you, but then, then I like, the, the story gets really interesting at this point. You bought a 37-foot school bus, and this is on this film, filled it with recording equipment. This is every musician's dream. You go, man, I'm going to buy a school bus and yeah. put all this. Re-. And, and I, I assume it all worked. I saw the picture of it. Yeah. Right? This is not just for looks. Filled it with recording equipment and drove to Beverly Hills. When you did that, did you have in mind what did you have in mind? Freddie Blifford had two friends,
2: David and Jerry Zucker.
1: Ah okay. they had
2: just rented a hospital and they were in the process of throwing all the beds and everything out of the hospital, and they were turning it into a little theater, and they called it Kentucky Fried Theater. And they developed skits there. And that turned into Kentucky Fried Movie. And when I got to L.A., this is a cool story, I I literally opened the 37-foot school bus door, walked, put my foot down on the ground, and the manager of the theater ran out and said, the cast of Saturday Night Live has just rented the theater for six weeks and we need someone technical to do all the sound and the recording. Yeah. Okay, so that was really great. Yeah. yeah, I got to work
1: with all you
4: those. you sweating people. back
0: there, bear,
1: <laughs> and going,
0: it, "I want that gig." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what could have happened? Did you said, thought about it briefly, and for some reason said, "No, I don't think so." Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, did no. that launch your career as, as, as a editor? recordist,
2: kind of? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it didn't well, hurt. It yeah. certainly did. Yeah. yeah.
1: Didn't hurt. But it's, so then you went on to, and you had a very long career, a successful career, uh, starting out Lorimar Telepictures, which became Warner Brothers. Right. Right. And so you were an editor for lots of shows. I didn't bring a list out, but I mean, you, I'm sure that people will find this fascinating. My favorites were
2: Friends. Friends was, the first three years of Friends, I just thought, was some of the greatest yeah. television ever made. I would put it up there with I love Lucy and stuff, some really great stuff. And then Full House was fun, you know, we yeah. saw the little girls grow up. And uh, Fresh Prince was a really a good show. And then, you know, that, those were, there was a lot of, you know,
1: Popeye cartoons and, you know, yeah. stuff from the 30s. It must become a blur at some point, something stand out, but other things. Uh, Powerpuff Girls okay. stands
3: <laughs> out. That was good. Care yeah. Bears. Yeah.
1: Care
0: Is it okay bands. to say, I'm sorry? What? Is it okay to say, I'm sorry? <laughs> but then albums, a list of albums,
1: too, that are, that are incredibly impressive. Well, if you have two 24-track
2: studios yeah. in L.A. for 15 years... You're going to work with a lot of really great people, yeah. And and that's really what I miss about it the most, and what I really loved. I just worked with all the greatest people in L.A. Uh, Jim Keltner was in our yeah. studio a lot. He's just fantastic. And
4: mm-hmm. John
2: Mayall, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, my yeah. two partners were Flo and Eddie of the Turtles. We worked yeah. together for about nine years and did tons of children's music and a bunch of sound tracks for like, I think we did three after-school Disney specials, Strawberry Shortcake,
1: and you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. What about uh, The Adventures of the American Rabbit? That was a, now you composed music for this, right? You wrote the music for that. That's got a story too.
2: There's okay. another little story. The, the Turtles and I got hired to do this movie. Yeah. And they kept pushing the production of the movie back, 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 you know, how Movies always do that, and finally it got to be summer, and the turtles had to leave to go on tour. So this is like a composer's dream, right? Yeah. They had to leave. There's no one left to do the movie but me. (laughs) And so I got to actually, we all wrote out some, you know, themes and this and that. But then I got to pretty much finish the whole thing in the studio
1: by myself. Yeah. It was really a great experience. So this all leading back to you coming back to Elkhart Lake and leaving that life behind, but now doing this for, I assume, for just a different
2: kind of joy? We just love doing it. We just just love doing it. I love playing with John. I love uh, writing. I've always been writing. And... uh yeah, the other thing I've done that I think is interesting is last year I produced an album on my son that is, we're really proud yeah. of it. It's, it's Frank Hoyer and the Weber Brothers, and uh, he's getting really good international press and uh, yeah. just having fun doing music. Can you
0: say his name again? Frank, Frank Hoyer.
1: Yes.
2: Frank, Frank Hoyer <laughs> and the Weber Brothers. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's called Lovers and Dollars is the name of the album.
1: Okay, Okay. We'll, we'll have talked. talk Let's we'll talk about that more later Maybe another song We're definitely going to talk about that album and, the, okay. and what Frank is up to also
2: Okay, this song features Mr. John Pragy This is an old blues tune And uh, it's called I'm Moving On to Elkhart
4: I'm going to change my life Well, moving on I'm going to change
2: my life Well, I'm going to well, reach down in my pocket See if I can't find a wife Well, I'm moving on an See if I can sink or swim Yeah, I'm gonna find some pretty lady, see if we can't waste some time. back to my music and that's all i'm going to say yeah, i'm going to get back to my music and that's all i'm going to play so i'm going to make my bed there and that's where i'm going to lay
4: thank you yeah.
1: this is John Triggy and the harmonica
3: thank you
1: that was actually wasn't a harmonica it was a it was a uh, pie tin with a no I'm just kidding it was a it was a a kazoo wait
3: wait, no snorkel and orange Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah But that that's cool I mean it takes some a little bit of a little bit of imagination to come up with some I you know it's the kind of thing where you, you kind of kick yourself God I wish i thought of that oh uh-huh. you know you know the you've seen the online you can get these instructions for putting together a, a kick drum that's made out of a, um, a suitcase and you can and you build this frame for a kick drum pedal and the whole thing goes in the case you know and there's some bands that are just doing that it's like someone playing guitar like killer guitar and then this other person playing upright bass and in this kick drum thing, you know, and it's got, and, you know, mainly because you can put bumper stickers all over it. I think.
4: I'm it's,
0: jealous. It's yeah. very
2: addicting, I'll say that. Yeah, it's, it's just, once you get to doing this, you just, it's just more fun to do it with it the drum set. It sounds great. Yeah. It sounds I mean, it's
0: like, it must, it's like you don't have to dance now because you got everything moving even though you're sitting down, yeah. you
1: know. I know, but... Cool. I bet that it, had to be tough to learn, though. I mean, I mean maybe you already knew that way. I'm just
0: saying it looks yeah. really awesome. He's got yeah. rhythm. He's got, <laughs> the guy's got
1: rhythm.
4: It's,
0: it's, it's actually
2: hard. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah. You I'm make sure. it look so yeah, easy, Joe. You job. cannot lose the beat. You can't lose the
1: beat. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I see you've got this beautiful hummingbird out here. Gibson hummingbird. That it's is just a beauty. Love, I love this guitar, yeah. Yeah. yeah I got this in
2: Central California. Always wanted one. Yeah. I always played Martins, but they're a little bit delicate. I'm beating them, beating the guitar more lately. Yeah, like you'll see on this next one.
0: <laughs> Have you tried those yeah, rain song beat, guitars? beat this thing, huh? That you can just beat just the rain. Be, song. And this thing yeah. is like a piano. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so yeah.
2: big and thick, it doesn't go out
1: of tune. Well, I like what you were doing on the last tune. You had uh, Juan had this uh, had your telly had the telly on his lap and was playing slide lap slide with a uh, um, a bottleneck slide yeah. in your hand. Yeah. But I mean, it sounded. Any
3: reason why you do it that awesome. way? I'm just curious. You mean as,
1: a, as opposed to um, yeah. bottleneck with I, the...
3: You, you actually learned this song the dulcimer again, and that's why you were playing yeah, with the song. Yeah, it was oh, okay. originally a dulcimer song. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm not... I don't... I can't explain anything how
2: i learned <laughs> to play. You know, I, I don't play really... You don't have a to... A lot of things correct. That, uh,
3: that yeah. last song he, he wrote, um, he called me at about 11 a.m. And he said, you gotta come over here. I wrote this song. It... Found this dulcimer at St. Vinny's, yeah. <laughs> Three dollars, yeah. three strings. And I come over. i like, "Where'd you get that thing?" And he's like, "No, no, wait, 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 wait." And he plays, moving on to Elkhart. And I'm like, "He's like, I just wrote it." And I'm like, "What yeah. do you mean you just wrote it? I wrote it in like what? 45 minutes?"
2: Yeah, that one jumped out. That one, out. Yeah. That that one, one really jumped out. out. This guy,
3: they just come on.
2: That made, one. Fall did. off yeah. this guy.
3: Sometimes they do.
2: Don't stop. Sometimes you got to work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I would think as an editor, I mean, having spent many years as an editor, did that surprise you? Did it, I mean, growing up, did you, could you ever invi- have envisioned that you would be doing that? Yeah? I
2: swear, when I was five years old, I would be watching the Disney cartoons, yep. and I just knew I was going to Hollywood. I said, I am going to go to Hollywood and find out how do they do that, and how does it all work? and. yeah. And, uh, and then once you do that and you go to Hollywood and you find out how it all works, you can never go to a movie again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like
1: being the magician's assistant. Exactly. You go, oh, I saw oh, the yeah, cut. Yeah. Oh, they should have got the boom out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's it. Okay. Wow. Well, so what you got on What you going to play on that beautiful hummingbird? What? Oh, okay. This one, this one
2: is actually written by my son's partners, the Weber brothers, and I... Made it, it's a blues song, and since I'm older and I've seen so much more of life, I made it even more horrible than their original (laughs) version. So,
4: (laughs) so or something (laughs) like this.
2: no home about everything. There's uh,
0: your,
4: yeah. that
2: the that's our new thing. That's your thing.
0: <laughs> that's our new thing. So, so you got both feet going, yeah. you can, and you're doing a cool rhythm, and you're going, like right in between all the stuff.
3: Like James Brown,
0: good God.
3: Yeah. See, I, I, th-
2: I feel that uh, is actually a primal word that we all understand. It means I'm here, and I'm good, or I'm happy, you know, I'm fine. Yeah. <clears throat> It just says it all, right? Uh, help me now.
0: I like it, I like it.
1: We could have, we could have entire <laughs> therapy sessions. Well, I had, at people. our
2: last, people were doing it at our last uh, gig. Everyone was going, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's ch-
1: Can you try, everyone you try <laughs> that with me. Really? Ready? One, two,
0: three.
1: <laughs> See, didn't that feel good?
0: Come oh, on, man. people. You pretend, pretend you're in time the time army. Now? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Man, that was right on the money.
1: Very cool, thank you for showing I don't know what that, that means. That's, sure. that's cool. Yeah,
2: it, it's showing up in a lot of our stuff, yeah? <laughs> I
3: mean, we can feature it again if you
1: want. Yeah, you can yeah. feature it again yeah, if you, you want. You throw it in if you, whenever you want to. It just feels so good, doesn't yeah. it? Just a, yeah. yeah. Well, John, we were talking uh, backstage earlier, and John mentioned um, getting to see, was this in the, in Dubuque? No, you, you, there, there was someone, that, a great saying about being real. Oh, uh, Yeah.
3: I had the uh, opportunity to play with a number of great you know, blues artists, um, Chris Heron, Clyde Stubblefield, um, Dave Stefan, Tony Menzer, the yeah. Tones, a lot of Wisconsin artists. And one of, the, and one of the guys I got to meet through this whole connection was W.C. Clark, the godfather of the Austin, Texas blues, played with Steve Ray Vaughan. And, you don't get to meet in, on a personal level people like that, and I spent a couple nights with him in this hotel room and uh, just absorbing whatever energy I could from the guy and just yeah. <laughs> tell me everything you know. Yeah. And uh, he just told me this story one day, and, um, and then he told me he wrote a song about it, and he sang the song to me without anything, without a guitar, We're just sitting across from each other on, on this bed, and he was singing it to me. and I was getting goosebumps. And I was on the verge of crying because it was such a beautiful song about he was over in Russia and he had met this orphan and there was a song about that. And I, and I realized at that moment that was the most r- real experience I've ever had in my life. And yeah. pretty much from that moment on, I knew I, there was no fake in it. it. Yeah. It was all or nothing. You got to bury your soul. You got to write what you know, what you experience. It's a valuable lesson I've learned and I've carried with me in the last six years, I think, about it. Yeah. Quite a quite often. That That's heavy. That's, That's very cool. true. Well WC Clark, he's 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 a heavy guy, you know? yeah. two different colored eyes, played with Steve Guy's got a lot yeah. of history. Real cold shot,
1: so well we get we're we're no. we're really blessed here tonight. I mean having Shaman Juan here tonight and we had uh, Bill Camplin on earlier and Mr. Jim Schwals out here in the audience. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know. But that. it's just it's just wonderful. Some of these great people that have have gone through and experienced a lot of a lot of these things and gone through you know and are still there and still writing great songs and you know and they've met these people and they are these people now you know we become these people if we stay long enough maybe if we're lucky <laughs> we're here long we are enough. people yeah but anyway I'm, this I'm is... still freaked out that Jim Shields out there yeah Jim <laughs> Mr Schwals right out there but uh, we were Siegel
2: Schwab Blues Band used to cause riots. Yeah, we
1: were talking yeah, about riots. he was riots. just talking about yeah. that before the show. Some yeah. riots. Yeah, we were talking about Frank. Frank's band. Yeah, Frank, they caused uh, riots also. Yeah. Now, what's the NPR? um, Well, they were he, they, they, they were to? featured
2: artist in October by the NPR uh critic staff, and they okay. they wrote a critique about them, and yeah, it was pretty. Pretty, no one paid him to do it, so yeah. we, were, we were really happy about that. They just picked him out of the thousands of stuff that gets released and wrote a really nice review. And,
1: and he's out. He's uh, stationed. <laughs> he's he's li- He lives in Brooklyn. He lives in Brooklyn. Right? And just tours all over. And
2: yeah, they might be doing Europe in April, and I think they're going to be in Northern Wisconsin in the end of July. Okay, going to try and do some shows up we'll there. We'll definitely have to get them. If
3: anyone is a um, a Bob Dylan fan, check out Frank Hoyer. He's uh, he's of that mold. He just yeah. dresses like of that era. Yeah, just a true singer songwriter, and it just it runs in the family with the, with with the two of them. So when yeah, you actually get to see him perform together, he's he's really a great kid. Yeah, I'm
2: very proud of Frank. He's he's the real thing. He studies uh, roots American roots music, and he's a serious uh, musicologist. It's yeah. just a pleasure to have him. Uh, are you this... a musicologist? I'm not. I'm kind of a hillbilly.
1: I'm not <laughs> a.
0: Hillbilly. I like hanging around musicologists. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't do it myself, yeah. but I, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. He's a Kahunaologist. It depends yeah. on what you do with it. I mean, our our friend Mr. Schwal out here in the audience, you know, he's definitely a musicologist, and you are a musicologist too, of a sort. Only because right? I mean, you... I'm so old. <laughs> but you know, it all this music that you've done your whole life is it's, you know it's filtered through all these great experiences and. And then it comes out. And you don't have to explain it. You just have to do it. I was very lucky. Very,
2: very lucky to... Here's another Elkhart Lake story. I'm on yeah. the beach in Elkhart Lake walking along. I see this long-haired guy. We start talking. He says, why don't you come down and audition? I went down and auditioned. Made the audition. Well, two weeks later, we had a top ten record. Midnight Hour had been stolen by some DJ, and he released it in Chicago. And so it was like, just instantly was out there working
1: and just
0: fortunate. So you came from Elkhart Lake?
1: Yeah, I'm from okay. up there.
0: And then you went to LA and then you came back? Yeah.
1: Wow. We, we, we have some flow charts. We're going to put those online. <laughs> I,
0: I think I'm probably the only one that needs them. <laughs> I'm kind
1: of like the
2: salmon. I return to the, yeah. to the yeah.
0: spawning area. That's great. Yeah. I love to hear about Wisconsin musicians. Oh, um, there's some really great ones. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: And we were talking about Sam McHugh before. He yeah. had a huge influence on me. Just huge. Mm-hmm. It just changed my life. It was like one of those moments, you know, where yeah.
4: you
1: just go. a guy was so great. Well, what do you have on your list there? A, uh, we'd love to join you, but we're loving just... I'm digging just sitting here <laughs> listening. Yeah, it's
0: such a full sound with just the two of you.
1: Well,
2: I wrote this one thinking about the Taliban. Okay. It's called Shake Your Faith.
4: Cool, all right. right?
2: Alaban.
1: A little different. (laughs) They may never have had a song written about them. Maybe. Why? They they may never have had a song written about them.
2: I bet they haven't. And would they dance to
1: it? Would they listen to it? They might be touched. It might change something. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully. How would you get it to them, though? I mean, they're not going to listen to radio But then to my
2: horror I realized it might pertain to almost all religions.
1: I am. Yeah. <laughs> Send your letters Just a to, to <laughs> Andrew Caro. I suddenly want to
0: sing. No, sing in my solitude <laughs> with in my Taliban. Ooh.
1: Well, you guys should do something. We'll play. play drama. play Oh no! No, no, no. This is true. your. This is your show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. That's okay.
2: Yeah.
1: We play all the time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Are we gonna do? How many more? Yeah. We got one or two or sure. One let's or... do a couple more. Okay. Definitely. You want to hear a couple do more? Fallen.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, thank
2: you.
4: Yeah. So okay, well, song um,
1: that
3: uh, John Shaman wrote.
2: I wrote this for my dad, who's 92 years old, and. Uh,
3: musicologist. He,
2: well, he's he was a musician and a band leader and uh, conductor, graduated from USC with a degree and now he's 92. So what's and, he doing uh, with his degree now? Still plays, still plays. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, this is about going to the next world. <laughs>
1: of, of, uh, uh, well, we were talking earlier about Jerry Goodman. I mean, not about Jerry's singing, but I mean, the the era and certain people that he was singing with and playing with. And you grew up with Jerry Goodman. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 The great violinist from... uh, Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Once again, Elkhart Lake story again. Jerry and I knew each other from the time we were freshmen in high school because they would go to Haran Drama Camp and I would work over at the resorts... As a 14-year-old, I got to work at the resorts playing, like, three shows a day. You know, that just doesn't happen anymore, I
4: don't think. No.
3: I think that's another reason John and I get along so well, because I work at the resorts. (laughs) I play music there. Just like he used to. He lives vicariously through me. And the other thing we have in common is I also drove a school bus out west, but I only made it to Colorado. Before it broke (laughs) down? (laughs) Well, before I just... Oh, this is a nice town. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I have a variation on the school bus idea. I figured someday if we owned a little house in the country, we'd get one of those really cool old school buses used by a band. We'd park it in the backyard. And we'd put really flowy curtains. I, I, I know I'm still talking, but we'd put these flowy <laughs> curtains in the windows, and it would be like a hangout place. For That's us and the musicians. Kind of the way I lived for 20 years, I
2: think. Yeah. Yeah. Only well, it wouldn't actually bus.
0: run because. Yeah. But see, know. now there'd
2: be zoning ordinances. You oh, can't right. parse it, you and know, I can't put them. I just next put the parcel to the condo. Yeah.
0: Screw yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> That's my attitude.
1: But yeah, so Elkhart Lake, I mean, I was, I'm surprised that. I mean, I didn't know that he grew up there. For, for those who weren't who exactly sure who Jerry Goodman is, Jerry was with Mahavishnu. Orchestra? The, the Flock. The Flock. Yeah. So He very plays good. now with the Dixie Dregs. Yeah. One of the most famous electrified violinists, rock and jazz. Phenomenal player. One of the
0: really early guys to, yeah. to do it.
1: Not Not early like um, Stefan Grappelli or Joe Venuti, but...
0: <laughs> no, but early in the sense of the... the, the, the. Yeah.
1: Doing what he was doing was... was right. Um,
0: yeah. In a more rock and roll sense. Which
2: reminds me of another great short little story. Once you get me going, I just won't shut up. Hey. Jerry's mom, God bless her, Ruth Goodman, booked Jerry's brother, Arnie and I, into Chess Records in 1964, I believe it is. So we're at Chess Records. We're just a couple of 15-year-olds, and we're recording. And the engineers are all pissed off because this band down the hall, these punks had scratched their name in the door, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and I got to touch Chuck Berry's guitar. Yeah. They go, "That's Chuck Berry's." I go, "I got to touch that. I got to touch that." Yeah, great,
1: great experience. Was it had Chuck just left it on a stand yeah, he there? Yeah. You just
2: sit, he was sitting there and had big thick strings on it, you know. What did what did you guys record there? You still I wrote, song, there? I wrote a song I wrote a song some something about yeah, falling in love. Or and something. Jerry played violin on it? Uh, yeah. I, I was working with his brother then.
1: Oh, oh right, right.
0: Yeah. Actually,
2: I was actually, I think, every once in a while I'd give Jerry a guitar lesson, which is hilarious, me teaching Jerry Goodman anything. yeah. But he was a great violinist and just yeah. learning guitar. But yeah, his mom booked us into that. was just the coolest thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I just can't imagine Jerry Goodman ever having played, you know, like a...
2: I never saw him play like
1: that. He was no, always great. Yeah. He was great in the eighth grade.
0: Yeah, honey. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm still working on that one myself. So. You're oh, you're yeah. beautiful. Well, let's, let's do another one. I, I mean, or even a couple if you'd like, but I mean, certainly. Okay, well, we got, we my, got
2: one. We got one. Uh, we keep trying to record this. Maybe tonight will yeah. be the night. This, we never can I do can't do get a good night, recording of this. Touchy? Oh, touchy. Yeah. Okay.
1: This is an E. It's an E, okay. Blues. Ready? Mr. Shaman Juan, thank you. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Thanks for having us. It was a pleasure. Thank
0: you, Mary. All right. Thank you. You Guys, were awesome. (laughs) God, I just want to play now. You want to play something else? Let's do another one. Let's do another one. How about an anti-war song? Great. Okay.
4: Perfect. (laughs) Unless
2: what else? Thank you very much.
1: Very nice. Shaman Juan, thank you again for coming. And John Tricky. Thank you, Mad Toast Live.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Thanks for coming down. Thanks for listening to Mad Toast Live. Catch us on madtoastlive.com. .com. We have a podcast coming out every Monday and, and Thursday at noon, Central Standard Time. You can also catch us at madtoastlive.podbean.com.
0: Yeah, it's easier just to go to Mantle's place.